You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. You've lifted the weights, watched the film, and worked hard at practice. Now it's the fun part. It's showtime on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Dolphins, third down two. It's Jackson, oh my gosh, here he goes. He'll sprint. He's being chased by Howard. Looking behind. You can kiss him goodbye. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That was Lamar Jackson scoring a touchdown. Ravens think they're playing chess. All this free agency move, all the these these flashy signings, Jimmy G to the Raiders, Aaron Rodgers, maybe, probably, Trey Wingo says he is, on the way to the Jets. Big linebacker deals, big safety deals, big corner deals, all this happening. Ravens are sitting there still just sticking to their belief that nobody is going to pay Lamar Jackson. They think they're playing chess, but I think they might be overlooking something. What if it works? What if the Ravens' wild and crazy play to to get Lamar Jackson to sign a steal of an offer sheet with someone or to not even have an offer sheet presented uh, works? Everybody that's been telling me Lamar Jackson is injury prone. I wouldn't pay him. Lamar Jackson doesn't win in the playoffs. I wouldn't give him all that guaranteed money. Lamar Jackson doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. I wouldn't pay him. What if you're all right? And he just has to go back and play for the Ravens. And the Ravens are puffing their chest out like, ha-ha, told you nobody wanted you. Told you you thought you were so much better than you are. We were right. You were wrong. Nanny, nanny, boo-boo. What if the genius Ravens business decision works perfectly? Well, I bet you'd be pretty cold in that locker room, don't you think? I bet you, I bet you, just from a pure human perspective, Lamar wouldn't be super jacked up to lay his body on the line for that franchise that just called his bluff on how good he is and won. Right? The, the, the funniest part is, like, the Falcons so quickly got out on Lamar. The Commanders so quickly got out on Lamar. And then we heard Mike Tannenbaum, former uh, front office executive in the NFL, now an ESPN analyst, say that those quick outs, those quick de- declarations that I am not interested, were as much about Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell as anything else. Because he was saying as a front office executive, you want to protect the confidence of your, your quarterbacks. Right? You want them to know you are our guy. You are the one we're building around. You're the one we care about. So if that's how you treat a third-round rookie and a fifth-round rookie that made limited starts at the end of last season, what do you think this, this gasoline and match to, to the, the confidence of Lamar, and I'm not saying confidence he would have in himself, but in the confidence that he believes the Ravens have in him is going to do to that relationship? Right, one of one of the prevailing thoughts is the Ravens are going to match every offer. That's why no one else wants to give them an offer sheet because they feel like they'd be doing the Ravens' homework. And if the Ravens are going to match every deal, why would the Ravens? Well, why would anybody sign him? Well, I don't think they've thought about what it would be like to match every deal. What did they? 
It's like, hey, we got you for way less than you wanted, and you didn't have a choice. You didn't have a say in the matter. You want to go work out? You want to go get extra throws in? How, can you help us in marketing? We need you to take pictures for the season tickets. It might be the best business decision. I'm seeing that now, right? And, and the collusion element of it, sure. I mean, how did the Ravens know that nobody was going to, to be interested? There, those are questions that will never get, never get answered, will never get punished. And there, there likely was some form of collusion, but who knows, right? Who knows? We won't be able to prove it either way. But I'm starting to believe now that for whatever reason, it is a good business decision by the, the Ravens to let Lamar test the open market on a non-exclusive franchise tag. But I, I'm starting to believe even more firmly that from a human standpoint, it is just a relationship killer. Right from from a human standpoint, it is just a, a like you're not thinking of him as an emotional individual. By the way, we did get a winner on the uh, the demolition derby ticket, so uh, if you missed out, sorry. You can go still check it out though. It's all at Langley Speedway. You can check it out Langley-Speedway.com would be the the place to find all of the uh, uh, the tickets and such. But going back to what I was saying, like I, I completely hear the thoughts that I'm sure are coming to many of you that say if Lamar is making $32 million next year or if Lamar is making $32 million per year or, or whatever it is, um, he should be able to compartmentalize everything. He should be able to, to lock in regardless of how he feels about his team, which I agree. But I also understand that certain thoughts you, like you can't help but have. You know what I mean? You can't force happy. Right, if he walks into a building and he's unhappy because of what the team has done to him, he can't like. What is he gonna think of his his favorite like think of his favorite comedy movie, and start giggling just to get himself happy? Is he gonna be listening to like stand up comedy on his iPod while he works out? I don't know why I said iPod. Could have said iPhone. No one listens to an iPod anymore. Maybe he's an old soul. Maybe he maybe he's listening to it on his Walkman. I don't know. Uh, I, I just. There's so many massive uh, hurdles that they still have to get over that they could have solved with $13 million more million. If they just gave them the exclusive franchise tag, none of this would be a thing. Now, we talk about all this going on, everything that, you know, what if he does have to go back? Do you think it's a foregone conclusion that we, after, even after this year, we never see him in, in Baltimore again. Do you think that he his long-term plan is not in Baltimore regardless of what happens? I'd see, I, I, there's, I don't know what his plans are, but I do know that the Ravens called his bluff on his value. You think you're worth X? We know you're not, and we want to go show you the hard way how much you are worth. And in any relationship, that is a really tough place to come back from. For him to suddenly say, ah, you were right, and like tussle their hair and get back to work, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. It's a social relationship as much as it is a business relationship. If this, if this were like purchasing product, right? Like uh, if this were Lamar selling a trinket to the Ravens and, and the Ravens said, you're charging us too much. And he goes, no, I'm not. And they go, yes, you are. And they say, no, you're not. And then they, they say, fine, go find someone else to spend that much. And, and, and then he went out there and he couldn't find the price. Guess what? 
Now he sells it to them at a cheaper price, and it's just pure. Like I sent, I, I FedEx you the product, you you and an invoice, and you pay me, and it's cold and callous, and that's business. But this is more face to face than that, right? He has to go out there and and like run into defensive tackles, right? He has to go out there and when he's hurt and when he's sore, lay it on the line for your team. And he knows that, that you just kind of embarrassed him on a national scale. Like, what if he doesn't, like, seriously, what if he doesn't get an offer? If nobody offers him and he has to go back and play for the Ravens on a one-year $32 million deal, which 32 is less than Daniel Jones, it's less than Derek Carr, it's less than so many of these quarterbacks that just signed who are significantly lesser, let alone the Mahomes and the Allens, significantly lesser than, than Lamar Jackson as a player. And then the Ravens are going to go, ha-ha, we won. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you won. At what cost? Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto, Sports Radio, 94.1. We are live from Wild Wing Cafe, just off Battlefield Boulevard in Chesapeake. And uh, we're, we're tasting today, or at least I tasted earlier, and you can taste the new Hoops Madness menu. We're talking shareable platters paired with college basketball on TVs all around the place. Uh, the Double Double, which is a platter that includes six wings, six nuggets, mango habanero bites, and house chips. Uh, the Three Pointer, which is creamy Mexican corn dip, chicken bacon roll, ranch rolls, meat chips, cheese curds, or the alley-oop. Battered green beans, buffalo chicken dip, meat chips, and cheese curds. There's also four new bevies to wet your whistle. Watermelon Madness, the buzzer beater, slam dunk cocktail, and pregame punch. And don't forget to fill out your bracket before the madness begins for your chance to win some prizes. It's all happening this weekend. Actually, it's happening right now if you want to stop out. uh, Chesapeake's Wild Wing Cafe just off Battlefield Boulevard. With that being said, we're going to take a break. Uh, We're going to enjoy some food and drink like we always do when we're out here on the location, uh, on different locations. And when we come back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers just signed, just re-signed, I should say, one of their priority free agents, Jamel Dean, and now they have their sights set on a much bigger target. Reportedly interested in Baker Mayfield. Stick around. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We're talking about NFL free agency right now on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. The show is presented by Larry King Law. And the show comes to you live today from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. And the Niners just confused the heck out of me. The San Francisco 49ers, according to Adam Schefter's sources, have reached an agreement on a one-year deal with Sam Darnold. Now, if you're anything like me, you've been wondering who the Niners are going to roll with, Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, and they bring in Sam Darnold. Now, on the surface, this tells me one of those two ain't going to be ready, right? Both Trey Lance and Brock Purdy coming back from from injuries and and Purdy just having the surgery that he was supposed to have like a month ago. Uh, But you would think he'd be ready, even if they have to roll with Trey Lance, you would think Purdy would be ready fairly early in the year. Um, And they wouldn't need somebody with as much experience, and and I don't know what the price tag would be, but I'm sure it's not like the minimum on Sam Darnold. He actually played well at times for Carolina last year. So Sam Darnold signing 
or agreeing to sign with the the Niners. My second thought was the Niners are going to have nine quarterbacks on their roster this year after what happened to them in the NFC Championship game a season ago uh, where, where they ran out of quarterbacks and they just said, fine, sign them all. How many receivers do we normally have on the roster? Let's sign that many quarterbacks and just fingers crossed seven of them don't get hurt, whatever it is. Uh, but Darnold, Darnold's going to be a Niner. He is a San Fran, or he is a California guy, so kind of going home. Progressively working closer from the Jets to Carolina. He should have made a stop in like the Midwest, uh, Kansas City or something. But uh, but no, straight all the way over there to to San Fran. Darnold to San Fran. I'm going to need some time to digest that one. Uh, elsewhere on uh, on the opening of NFL free agency, the Buccaneers signed Jamel Dean, who was one of the, the prime corners, cornerbacks, defensive backs, expected hit free agency. Uh, Jamel Dean returning to the Bucks on a four-year, $52 million deal, $26 million guaranteed. Per Schultz report, which is Jordan Schultz, uh, NFL insider for the score, Dean turned down bigger money to stay home with the Bucks. That's always nice. right? If you're the team and guys are turning down bigger deals to come play with you, makes you feel good about yourself. And it lets the Bucks focus in on quarterback because the quarterback carousel is, is coming very, very, very close to its conclusion. Jimmy G to the Raiders. Heck, even Sam Darnold has a home. He's with the Niners. If we assume Rodgers, which Trey Wingo tells us is a done deal to the Jets, is a done deal to the Jets, then Jordan Love would take the Packers. Uh, if you top of the draft, you're going to have uh, a quarterback going to Carolina, number one overall, likely a quarterback going to Houston, number two overall, likely a quarterback going to Indy, number four overall. So that you, we're starting to have less and less openings for quarterbacks and, uh, and less and less quarterbacks to fill those openings. Thus, at the moment, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have Kyle Trask, and that's about it. So who could run to their rescue but Mr. Commercial living in a stadium himself, Baker Mayfield. Here's Ian Rappaport on Good Morning Football. It does seem like Baker Mayfield is going to be the target for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, they don't have a lot of money to spend. As Sarah knows, this is a different time for the Bucs after going all in the past three years, winning a Super Bowl with Tom Brady, maybe spending, I don't know, as much cash as anyone. They're kind of getting their books in order and paying some bills, so it's not going to be a wild spending for agency for Tampa Bay. But they do need a quarterback, and it does seem, according to sources, that Baker Mayfield is at the top of the list. And for Baker, this one makes a lot of sense, too. There's not a ton of legitimate, real starting opportunities in the NFL for a team that may not draft a quarterback in the first round. So don't be surprised if Baker, for the right deal, comes in here to compete with Kyle Trask, their second rounder, who they really like, and creates an interesting quarterback competition in training camp. Ooh, Kyle Trask seems like he's going to get a shot to replace Brady. But even Tampa knows that can't be the only option. That would be that would be unwise. So who do they bring in to compete? Or who do they bring in as an insurance policy? That's what he's hawking, right? He's always hawking insurance. Get it? Uh, they're looking at Baker Mayfield. Let's all take a minute and think about that for a second. Baker is being brought in to potentially be the veteran voice in a quarterback room with a young and impressionable quarterback. That Thursday night game for the Rams where he landed on Tuesday night and played on Thursday is is and beat the Raiders, by the way, on a game-winning 98-yard drive. 
completely changed the league's entire opinion of, of Baker Mayfield. I mean, it might, have, it might have changed his life. It changed his career. Baker Mayfield's now someone you can bring into, admittedly, a testy situation, right? Any quarterback battle, you're going to need to make sure those two guys are of the utmost professionalism because whoever loses is going to still be there, right? You're still, And you're going to have friends on the team, and you're going to have to handle the media. And they're looking at, at Baker saying that's their number one option. Think about that for a second. That, like, If you're Mike Evans, right? 30-year-old, 30-plus, whatever he is, wide receiver, you're probably not super jacked to be going to a guy that's never started in the NFL in Kyle Trask, who, by the way, wasn't, it's not like he was a first-round pick even when he was drafted. You might be ready to clamor for a veteran. Chris Godwin, same thing. You're not looking to restart at this point in your career. You might be clamoring for a veteran. How quickly does he become like a favorite of some of these guys? And, and they're looking for him. Right? They don't have time to suffer through the growing pains of, of, of Kyle Trask. And even if the team decides to go through the, the growing pains of Kyle Trask, it's up to Baker to smooth everything over. They're giving him like the, the Chad Henney treatment or something. They're, they're giving him the, the, the Dan Orlovsky treatment where it's like he's going to be good for the room. Now, for, if Baker does get a chance to start, I mean, compete 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 right if he does beat out Kyle Trask and gets a chance to start I'd be very interested in this one because Baker will force the ball to a star receiver I actually think that was his biggest problem with OBJ in Cleveland was if there would like if they went a quarter and Odell Beckham Jr. only had one target Baker was like oh no oh no oh no and he forced it to him nine times in the second quarter or I mean it it, it was forced it wasn't letting the game come to the best players it was forcing it to the best players so Mike Evans is going to get the ball a ton. Chris Godwin would get the ball a ton. I think part of the reason why he was better or at least seemed better with the Rams is because Cooper Cup was hurt. He was out there going Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell. Eh, who cares? It's anybody. It's the open guy. That's when he's at his best. But still, the, the veteran leader, how about it? The veteran leader, Baker Mayfield, perhaps, perhaps. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Calls and texts open, 757-687-9494. Speaking of the call-in line, Hank in Chesapeake is on that call-in line, has a take on Lamar Jackson. Hank, thanks for calling in. What do you have? Yeah, um, as far as Lamar, I definitely want to talk about him, but I also want to talk about ODU basketball before you, you jump off. As far as Lamar... All right, you're going you're to have to make it real quick here. Real quick, Hank. Okay, well, then I'll talk about ODU then, because... I'm actually okay, then no, 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 no. You're going to talk about Lamar if you want to talk ODU real quick at the beginning. Lamar, huh? Lamar, fine. Well, I, I mentioned both of them. Lamar, he don't have to sign a franchise tag, does he? He could just sit out. I he mean, very much could hurt? sit out. He would be, he would be costing himself thirty-two. He'd be passing up thirty-two million dollars, but he could sit out. Yes. Back on the back end. I'm not. Look, Lamar. Look, I'm gonna tell you something. I'd take him up with the Cowboys right now. I really think that Lamar would have played in that playoff game if they would have paid him. I just think he's like, you know what? If he said it, he goes, if you're not with Lamar and you're not feeling like paying me my money, then I just go play for somebody else. And he, look, look, man, please let Dak have another crap year like he had last year. And I beg Jerry Jones, the Carnival Barker, to go get Lamar Jackson. We won't lose All right, the 49ers Hank. with Lamar. 
All right, Hank, I appreciate the call. Uh, love the passion. Call back in any time, 757-687-9494. I mean, he, it's an unrealistic path to Dallas because they, they're, they're owing Dak so much money, but I would love to see him play for, for, for a bunch of teams. I mean, Dallas would be one of them. But, uh, I mean, if you put him anywhere where there's a better supporting cast – I think it could be extremely, extremely exciting for us as fans and extremely, extremely successful for the team. The hard part is getting him there, right? Like, I would, I would love to see him uh, – I, I mean, I'd love to see him with, um, like, even Drake London in Atlanta or Kyle Pitts in Atlanta. I would love to see him uh, prior to the trade of Carolina put him with DJ Moore. Like, he's very rarely had a, a, an elite option. Right, Mark Andrews, I, I guess, but I think Mark Andrews owes a lot of his success to Lamar Jackson more so than the other way around. If he went to Dallas and had like Ceedee Lamb, goodness gracious, goodness gracious. And yes, I, I, I think I've talked about this earlier. If he wanted to hold out, he could by not signing the tag, and he wouldn't be getting fined every day. But we went through this with Le'Veon Bell. Like he, whatever that tag is worth, you'd be passing on by sitting out a season. Le'Veon passed on whatever it was, twelve, fourteen million dollars. Lamar would be passing on 32. I'm sure he's financially well off. I'm sure his first-round deal paid him a bunch of money and his fifth-year option is going to pay him a bunch of money and all those sorts of things. But uh, walking away from $32 million when, when you just got to play football to do it is probably pretty pretty darn difficult. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. All of this action going on, and we'll continue to keep you updated on the biggest news of NFL free agency, uh, but also... When you call a sport America's pastime, you can't get embarrassed. Stick around. Sports talk for the 757 from the 757. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Two outs in the ninth. Goldschmidt. Thomas says, that's mine. That's number 10. He's caught. And Mexico has taken down USA. Yeah. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, live from Wild Wing Cafe. Here's the thing, everybody. We're going to have a giveaway within this segment. I'm going to tell you all the things that are going to boost your spirits, so so maybe the, the next one won't hurt as much. We're going to have a giveaway here. Uh, there's wonderful food and drink, part of Hoops Madness, Hoop Madness here at uh, Wild Wing Cafe. So get out here for the games later this week. They have uh, special drinks, special food options, special platters, special finger foods to pick at during, during the games. Um, and Mexico shellacked us in baseball. When I say us, I mean Team USA. I emphasize this. We cannot get embarrassed in America's pastime. If we're, if we're going to participate in this World Baseball Classic thing, if we're going to show up, we're going to win. How in the world do we lose 11-5 to to Mexico? And I would, by the way, it's nothing against Mexico. If it were any team that's not the United States and we lost 11-5, to I'd be saying it like Mexico. Now we're at risk of not even making it out of pool play because the tiebreaker is, is runs allowed per out, and we just gave up 11 runs to Mexico. Sitting in fourth place out of five in our pool at the moment, below Canada, Colombia, and Mexico. And I have to be honest, I wasn't even paying attention until we lost. 
right? I would check the box scores and I would check the headlines each day just because I wanted to make sure nobody that I cared about in Major League Baseball got hurt. And, and, and I would assume we're going to win. Like, it's like pool play in the Olympics for basketball. It's like, yeah, you know what? Call me when we're playing, like, Spain in the, the gold medal match. I, I, don't, I don't need to see all this riffraff before that. I'll be watching swimming. But matter of fact, why isn't there the same outrage as when we lose in basketball? If we ever lose a single game in basketball, it's like the world's coming to an end. We're supposed to be the all-greatest. We're supposed to be the best. Baseball is America's pastime. Here's more of the MLB Network play-by-play. That's it for Nick Martinez. Think about the small margins in this inning. The bobble by Arenado on the Manessis ground ball. Telez little looper that was just off the glove of McNeil. And that one that was in and out of the glove of Goldschmidt and Mexico cashes in with a run. It's the little things? It's the li- We're losing on the... Li- it's America's pastime. The, the, the baseball players in America, we start T-ball at like age four, and they're messing up on the little things. Protecting the pitcher's arms on the advice of their Major League Baseball club, fine. right? And that's what the what Mark DeRose, the manager, came out after. He was like, I can't manage the, the arms in a way that big, sets us up to win. It's, I have to listen to the big – fine. If, if – you can do it, you can protect it, but not at the risk of losing. I'm a Mets fan. If you need Verlander down there, we'll send Verlander. We need to have some, some, some American baseball pride. If we're going to be there, we have to win, no questions. If we're going to show up and set ourselves up to lose, let's not even go. Let's send college kids. Right? Let, let's do the old school thing. It, it, let, let's, let's send the amateurs. And then it's, it, if we're, our amateurs are losing to their, their pros, then maybe we can swallow it. We can, we can grin and bear it. But not like this. Paul Goldschmidt is out there making the, the final out. Paul Goldschmidt is, is getting paid dozens of millions of dollars to play baseball. We don't, and I know, listen, sure, other teams, they can have pros too, but not at our sport. Remember how, how bold we were when we tied England in soccer? It was during the World Cup, and America tied England, and we were going, oh, it's your sport, and we did this, it's your sport. They're going to do that to us, and we win. You put USA on the chest. You wear the red, white, and blue. Baseball, we win. Basketball, we win. American football slash the real football, we win. I don't know what other sports we dominate in. But at least those three. At least those three. All right, I'm going to hop off my soapbox here for a second. It's the Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Today was the opening of the negotiation period in NFL free agency. One of the, the, uh, the, the groups that we didn't get to talk about yet is the San Francisco 49ers defense. Every year there's a, there's a confusing um, addition where a team that's like – I just assume must be spending way too much money on a particular unit. Uh, makes a big addition in the offseason. Javon Hargrave going to the San Francisco 49ers defense. Like, if you have Nick Bosa and Fred Warner, I kind of expect that's where all of your money for, for defense on San Fran goes to. And then you bring in Javon Hargrave on a four-year, $84 million deal with $40 million guaranteed, and I get confused as heck. I go, wait a second, there are teams that are 
much worse on defense that can't scratch together two pennies. And you're, you have enough for Javon Hargrave? That defense is going to be unbelievable. And if I'm Geno Smith, if I'm whoever replaces Kyler Murray for the beginning until Kyler Murray gets, gets in there, I am I'm terrified of that defense. The, the, if they can put a quarterback on the field that can stay relatively healthy and play relatively well, it's going to be hard to keep them out of making a deep postseason run. And, and they made a deep postseason run last year. Uh, but, it, but it would be difficult for me not to be very excited about San Fran. Uh, I promise to give away. We're going to go ahead and give those tickets away. Counting Crows and Dashboard Confessional are coming to Veterans United Home Loans Amphitheater Friday, July 28th. That is uh, a pair of tickets we have to see Counting Crows and Dashboard Confessional. And caller number two is going to win at 757-687-9494. Caller number two, get your calls in now, 757-687-9494. Again, the, the concert is Counting Crows and dashboard confessional while you have your phone out go ahead and text in to 757-687-9494 because when we come back we're going to read your text and we're going to ask does that do anything for you stick around the tim donnelly show on priority auto sports radio 94.1 all day you've been texting the tim donnelly show at 757-687-9494 now it's time to read those texts and ask does that do anything for you on priority auto sports radio 94.1 that's right does that do anything for you brought to you by newport new Shipbuilding, a division of hii and tim right before we went on the air trey wingo tweeted out that the deal was done the jets and the and the aaron Rodgers thing was going to happen we have not heard anything since then other than conflicting reports that it's happened <laughs> it hasn't happened are you worried Am I worried? If you're a Jets fan, are you worried right now? Um, no. Um, well, actually, yes. Uh, the, the, the Jets need to make it happen, and, and the stakes are so high that until it's 100%, I'm going to be worried if I were a Jets fan or if I, even more so if I were a member of the Jets front office. Um, but also, th- there seems to be less and less options, and I, I think the bridge may be burned between Rodgers and the Packers, right? Both of them are kind of operating as if their relationship is over, so... Um, I guess he might retire, and then the Jets would be in a lot of trouble. Um, but uh, it still strikes me as a when, not an if. Uh, but the longer it goes on, the more concerned I would be. It's 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 weird. That's that's the only way to describe it. It's weird. It's unconventional. It's unprecedented. It's a quarterback that usually quarterbacks are decisive, and they want to go somewhere, and they know where they want to go, and they want to get there so they can start working and so the team can work to put a better offense around them and all these sorts of things. And Roger seems content to just kind of chill and, and yeah, well, I'll get there when I get there. And, and we've not really seen that before. From D and Hampton, a Commanders fan, two offensive linemen they picked up in this free agency. He loves it. Your thoughts? More. I mean, two's a great start because you can't get to four until you get to two, and you can't get to five until you get to two. Like, it's it's – Offensive line is, if they roll with Sam Howell, offensive line is going to be very, very, very important. And all indications are they're going to roll with Sam Howell. Um, right? You, you want to give him, you have very talented wide receivers. You want to give him time to find them. You have uh, an offensive line that, or you want to have an offensive line that will take some pressure off, off him with the run game. You want to be able to hand it to Brian Robinson and pick up yards. 
turn second and short into first downs and, and those types of things. Uh, I don't think they can. I don't think they can over enforce their offensive line in Washington. So, you know, do what you got to do. Tim Larry and Hampton called in to the show. Let's go, Larry. And was was very upset about the the potential Rodgers to the Jets trade. He texted in and said, "If we traded two first round picks <laughs> for Rodgers, then I will be upset." But other than that, he said, "I will admit it if Rodgers comes and we win something." But right now, he doesn't like it still. I, I don't think it'll be two first-round picks. If it is, it would have to be escalators matched. Um, I think two first-round picks would be a ton. I don't even know if it'll be one first-round pick without escalators matched. It might be something like, give me a third-round pick now, and if he plays next year, give me a first. If he plays, if he doesn't play next year, give me another third or something like that. Uh, and, and I'm just spitballing those those values could be could be different but i do think or if you make the playoffs and he plays 70 percent of the snaps and all those sorts of things can come into play as well um but i i mean if aaron Rodgers goes to the jets i don't see how jets fans are anything but excited because i mean all they need is a quarterback and he's the two out of the last three mvps tim from k-dub on carolina so would it make more sense for carolina to take the quarterback out of florida since you need more time to kind of build your roster up and yep, he's going to take some more time to develop let, let me let me preface that that text that came in when we were talking about all the things that carolina doesn't have that you want for a young quarterback they traded away dj Moore, so they don't have a number one wide receiver option to take some pressure off and win and get open they don't have an offensive line that i think is anything to write home about they don't have a running back that can shoulder most of the offensive load at least not now again they could fill all of these in free agency in the draft but they would have to be perfect they would have to hit on every pick. They'd have to hit on every free agency decision. They'd have to do a lot. Um, so they, they don't look like the, the nicest, you know, warm nest for a number one overall pick, which they just traded for at quarterback, to, to land. Um, so the, the texter's asking, would Richardson make more sense there? Because then you can sit him while you assemble everything you need for a quarterback, and he probably needs to sit anyway. The problem I have with that is if your team isn't winning, it's very hard to keep a first-round pick quarterback on the bench. Uh, if your team's winning, then yeah, you can. Like, if Alex Smith wasn't setting the Chiefs up for a playoff run, Mahomes would have played as a rookie. Um, you just kind of, you know, people are saving jobs, the the years of ways, throw them in there. Let's see what we got. So I don't know if they can be bad and slow developing a quarterback. That's that's kind of an oxymoron. Tim, would you have uh, released Derek Carr just to bring in Jimmy G? Depends what I mean. No, in a vacuum, no. I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. It, Jimmy G is cheaper, so I'd have to do my my evaluation to find the difference there. Um, but also, you know, as I was pointing out with Lamar Jackson, these are also humans. Like, there's there's a possibility Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr were just not going to work, right? Oil and water just didn't mix. And if that's the case, it's better to recognize it and move on than it is to just keep saying like you're the best quarterback option I have. Let's keep ramming heads like rams on the side of a mountain. That's that's not how it works either. Tim from the 757, any thoughts on Mike White signing with the Dolphins? Um, I think it shows how all in the Dolphins are. The Dolphins are all in for right now. You can tell based on how much a team spends on a backup quarterback, how much they think their, team, their, their season is worth protecting. Um, if you're a middle-of-the-road team and your starter gets hurt week two, and is out for two months, guess what you do? 
You start watching college games. You start looking at who you're going to draft high in the draft next year. But if you're a team with Super Bowl aspirations, your quarterback gets hurt week two and is going to be out eight weeks, you look to your backup and you say, listen, we need to win four of these next eight games so we can hand him the baton back and we can go win in the playoffs. That's to me what the Dolphins are doing. They're saying if Tua gets hurt and he goes in protocol and he misses three games, four games, Mike White, you're going to have to keep us afloat until he can return and get back out there because we're protecting a Super Bowl run. There you go. That's Does that do anything for you? Thank you for texting in. Uh, we are live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, uh, just off Battlefield Boulevard. They have a bunch of food specials, a bunch of drink specials for Hoops Madness, the Hoops Madness menu at Wild Wing Ca- Cafe in Chesapeake, which uh, are basically shareable platters paired with college basketball on televisions all around the shop. Uh, slam dunk cocktails, pregame punches, it's all there. You want to get out here to enjoy the games and enjoy the specials this week and, of course, leading into the games starting on Thursday. We had a fun time here for this show. Matter of fact, we had such a fun time. We're going to stay for the 757 at 6. Uh, So we'll be here for the 757 at 6 coming up next. Thank you to Robbie for keeping us up and running here. Thank you to Richie for keeping us up and running back at the studio. Thank you to everybody that called and texted into the show. And most importantly, thank you to Larry King Law who presents the show. We are tremendously appreciative for their support. If you're ever injured in an accident, remember this phone number, 757-INJ-U-R-E-D. That's 757-INJ-U-R-E-D. The 757 at 6 is coming up next. Stick around for the Tim Donnelly Show. We'll see you tomorrow.